Mozart Studio, Akidibo 88.7 FM. Welcome to the Delis. second to the last month done already. I mean, how much faster can time fly? This is Agidi Boyfem and this is The Dailies, reaching you from the Kuni Amzat Studios at Agidi Bo 88.7 FM. My name is Zainab Sani and I am delighted to be able to bring you stories from the front pages of some of the papers, you know, this morning. Basically, what we do is to take a look at the stories and also get to have conversations around them with only one goal in mind to educate you and also perhaps to create context to create understanding about happenings around nigeria particularly as it concerns or your state things happening at the federal or the state level how does it affect you as a person this is what we consider on the dailies and this morning would be no different i've got with me for starters the Punch newspaper, um, the lead headline on the front page of The Punch um, says, ASU threatens fresh strike, says agreed 22 billion naira allowance unpaid, earned allowance not that of association, education minister, old government responsible if we go on another strike, say lecturers. The story this morning is on page two of The Punch newspaper. Moving to page uh, 21, so fast, four banks borrow uh, 6.2 billion naira dollars from foreign markets amid dollar shortage. Uh, we, are, we have that story again on page 21 of um, the Punch newspaper. And on page 2 also of the Punch, answers, nine confirmed dead at Lekki Tollgate, says... Lagos panel says army likely to likely use live bullets on protesters. GM they charged with attempting to defraud CBN of hundred million dollars. That story is on page three of the Punch newspaper. MCC warns Nigeria of Iranian Arcas possible attacks on page twenty-eight also of the Punch newspaper. Bandits want education facilities for children to drop arms. We have that story 
um, that's coming from Gumi on the stories on page three of the Punch newspaper this morning. Moving over to page 12 of the Punch, we've got Outrage Greets Oshun Lawmakers Semovita Empowerment Campaign for Adeliki. Interesting one there. And the story once again is on page 12 of the Punch newspaper this morning. And um, the colonel fighting for us, not himself, must be released. Mbaka has that to say on page 29 of the Punch newspaper also this morning. And moving over to page, pages 4 and 5, we've got FG Others Probe as a Nigerian wrongly jailed in Cote d'Ivoire dies in prison. That's a pretty sad one idea and something that I think we should get into later and possibly, you know, do a more extensive report on here at Agedigo FM. Metal electrocutes lady in Obi Kubana's club. Police order autopsy. That story this morning is on page 5 of the Punch newspaper. Yes, page 5 of the Punch newspaper this morning. And we've also got Ikoyi Building. Engineers unveil preliminary reports. Suspects structural distress others. This story you'll find it this morning also on page 21 of the Punch newspaper. Um, the colonel, okay, I think I took that already. Uh, uh, also, we've got, finally rather, on the front pages of the Punch newspaper this morning, we've got insurance firms. Raking 2.1 trillion naira premiums in five years. Reports as that to say, and the story once again is on page 21 of the Punch newspaper. Just before we move on to other paper, do not forget that we are live on Facebook this morning. And you can join us by, you know, you can join or watch the live streaming by logging on to Facebook and searching or just visiting Gidigo 88.7 FM. And just, you know, you, you'll see the live um, feed there of what's happening in the studio this morning. Now, moving over to the Nigerian Tribune newspaper, we've got the lead story, Ensas Panel, Answers. Panel establishes killings in Lekki. Government sets up four-man panel on white paper. Committee to submit reports in two weeks. Treated 235 petitions. Awarded 470 billion naira to 70 victims. And we have that story this morning on page 24 of the Nigerian Tribune newspaper. We've also got journalist death. Family says police. IRT SWATS reports confusing. Sister says parts of the diseased body parked in mortuary bonds. And we have that story on page 29, 27, sorry, of the Nigerian Tribune this morning. FG demands probe into death of Nigerian in Cote d'Ivoire prison. We also have that story on page 25 of the Nigerian Tribune. And North with highest indexes rather of social challenges bedeviling Nigeria. Jega has that to say and the story is on page 5 of the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Asu threatens fresh strike gives FG21 days to implement agreements. 
still expecting 22.127 billion naira earned allowance. Sets up committee to investigate issues surrounding appointment of Pantami as professor. Details of the story you'll find it this morning on page 8 of the Nigerian Tribune. Council for Legal Education. NBA senators reject proposed establishment of six law school campuses. That story this morning is on page 8 of the Nigerian Tribune. Regional autonomy. Additional states. Best political solution for Biafra agitation. Ohane is the worldwide tells federal governments. You'll find the details of that story on page 5 of the Nigerian Tribune. Makinde directs withdrawal of Dr. LG appointees list. Page 24 of um, the Nigerian Tribune has that story and I'm sure that's something you'd like us to get into later during the program. Uh, we've also got 15 killed as bandits attack two LGAs. In Sokoto, page 27 of the Nigerian Tribune has the story. Three years after daughter's gruesome death, mother suffers the same fate. That's quite sad, sad one there. But the story is on page 15 of the Nigerian Tribune this morning. Seven bonds to death in Lagos Ibadan expressway crash. Page 26 of the Nigerian Tribune has that story. Court ejects Lagos PDP from Secretariat over unpaid rents. You'll find that story this morning on page 23 of the Nigerian Tribune. And yes, I think that's it this morning on the front page of the Nigerian Tribune. We could also take a quick look at some of the stories also on the front page of the nation. And I've got the lead story here. Federal governments are so on warpath over unmet demands. Varsity teachers serve three weeks' notice to resume strike. Governments implementing parts. We have details of that story this morning on page four of the Nation newspaper. And we've also got NCC, Iranian Arkas targeting telcos ISPs. Page 28 of the Nation has the story. Gunmen kill 15 in Sokoto community attack. Page three of the Nation has the story and moving over to moving flipping forward to page seven inflation that's some good news inflation falls from 16.36 percent to 15.99 percent uh yes and we've also got um on page six sorry i want to be sure of that you're on page six of the nation this morning buhari governors tinumbu mon danguti and we've also have this one. We also have this one here. Terror financing. EFCC to beam searchlight on NGOs, says Bawa. Page four of the Nation newspaper has that story. Seven die in Lagos Ibadan highway accidents. Page three of the Nation has the, has the story. Yeah, another sad one there. And then federal government to vaccinate 50%. You'll find that on page two of um, the nation as we prep our minds to talk about ASU strike this morning here are some of the demands being made by ASU as highlighted on the front page of the nation this morning funding for revitalization earned academic allowances outstanding promotion areas 
renegotiation of 2009 pacts, inconsistency in IPPIS payments, UTAS. Those are the demands being made by INEC, uh, by um, ASU rather, and telling the government that if these demands are not met in the next three weeks, they will be going on strike again. We'll get into that later. Just allow me to take a couple more stories here. Why I resigned as Ogun Commissioner, page 27 of the nation. You'll find that story there. Court ejects Lagos PDP. Yesterday on another paper I read it was for owing rent. Want to find out what the true story is? Then you can visit, you can pick your copy of the nation this morning and flip to page 27 of the paper. And I guess that's it this morning, really, for um, stories from the front pages of some of the major papers. I'll go on a very short breather now, and when I come back, it will be time to kickstart the conversation proper. In the meantime, this is The Dailies, and you can join us live on Facebook at Agidibu 88.7 FM. For, you know, interesting analysis to come your way, then do not forget to share the start the, the the live streaming widely so that it can reach more people. The program is the dailies and we will be right back. Akitibo 88.7 FM. Do you know that you have the right to quality broadcasting? The National Broadcasting Commission says any person, group of persons, or organization aggrieved by the content of a broadcast or the conduct of a broadcast station may lodge a complaint to the station and or write to the Director General, National Broadcasting Commission, number 20, Ibrahim Taiwo Street, Asokoro, Abuja or send a mail via info at nbc.gov.ng. Please ensure that your complaint includes name of the broadcast station, title of the program, date and time of broadcast, and essence of the complaint. Also remember to include your name, address, telephone number, email, and append your signature. Note that your complaint must reach the NBC within 14 days of the queried broadcast. NBC, you right to quality broadcasting.
getting to explore so many things at the same time sounds good, right? Now think of getting detailed analyses of news, latest in sports, updates, music on the go, political enlightenment, deep research and reports about sacrosanct issues in the country, and also going a step further to seek accountability and purpose from important personalities in government in respect to the office they hold, and ultimately being the voice of the voiceless. These and many more you have the luxury of exploring at your fingertips. All you need to do is to open the Play Store or App Store on your mobile phone and download a Gidibo 88.7 FM app. And you never get to miss out on any updates again. So what are you waiting for? Do the needful today. A Gidibo 88.7 FM app. Radio on the go. A Gidibo 88.7 FM. Welcome back uh, from that very short breather. It's now time to go into the pages of the paper to look at the details of the stories of the headlines that we read, that I read to you earlier. And to, to help me understand some of this issue, to help us understand some of these issues, especially from the solution perspective, is this morning is the duo of Mr. Initonshitu, a financial crimes journalist, and Mr. Shinwa Konde, a public affairs analyst. Good morning and welcome to the program, gentlemen. Good morning, Mr. Shitu. Yeah, good morning, Zina. And good morning, Shinwa Konde. Okay, um, there's quite a lot to talk about this morning. Uh, yes, before that, do not forget that as we have this conversation, you can also join us on Facebook and drop your comments, even as you share the post to reach more people. But feel free to drop your comments just before we open the phone lines. You can trust that I'll take the comments now. So, um the stories on, on the on the on the pages of the paper this morning. We have got a couple of stories this morning from um, NSAS to assault threats, and there's also the story about um, the story about the death of that lady in Cote d'Ivoire. The federal government demanding investigation into a case that it should have been following up closely all along. I don't want to be the one to say, okay, let's start from here. I would leave it to you to, you know, to start from which of the stories struck you the most uh, while I was reading the headlines this morning. Okay. Um, it's actually more than a year now. So, I know going by this direction, you of course, you know I'll be going with the story of the Hensas. Okay. Um, it's more than a year already, if you can um, uh, take your mind back. Uh, I think about a couple of 
weeks back, mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. about a month or thereabouts, uh, yeah, we actually, Nigerians actually celebrated um, the... That was October 20th, yeah, just last month. Just la last month, uh, the ugly incident that happened at um, the Lekki Tollgate. Um, uh, recurring from uh, the, of what we we'll call um, huge uh, protest that um, emanated because of um, police brutality and the mm -hmm, rights. Mm -hmm. And since then, there have been this um, back and forth whether there was actually a massacre at that um, or not. Uh, at that scene or not. And um, and a panel is actually coming on board now, uh, even though. Uh, uh, there they have been a whole lot of speculations and um, uh, whether we like it or not, whether even before this panel actually came out with um, their submission, there was um, some facts were not um, deni deniable. The, the fact that um, uh, military personnel were, were on site uh, at the time and um, there were some kind of... Um, uh, shooting whether it was blank or not now back to the uh, submission of that panel which actually said um there were uh there were the, the uh, security personnel on site actually shot both blank and live um live bullets okay. at um at, at the protesters it brings me to my my opinion that um uh, uh the, the government now Okay. Of course, should know that um, they should own up to to this. Uh, I've seen I've seen some kind of opinion, uh, some kind of um, uh, submission that uh, uh, those in question should be held responsible for it. Of course, those in questions are not just ordinary people. There are people in uh, in power. There are people. Somebody actually gave that order, and um, as as a result of that, I think we sh if this panel can actually come out to say this is how it is and the Lagos State government have actually come out with I think a four-man um, uh, committee who would actually check uh, uh, the details of that uh, submission from that panel and as a result of that uh, we are not expecting any other thing other than justice because those that have actually died cannot be retrieved and those who have actually lost um, some part of their uh, 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 working body before now, mm -hmm, you know, so part mm -hmm. of their body before now, they cannot also be resuscitated. Even the 470 million that has actually been paid out to some people is not enough for the loss that um, that have actually been counted. And they have been cured. Okay. One thing you said that stands out for me is government showed on up. Um, Mr. Shinwa Kondi, is that something that you quite agree with? And considering that government had never said. Um, we did not send soldiers there. There were only speculations as to who shot life bullets. Is, is there anything left for government to own up? Uh, thank you, Sinop. I believe the government needs to own up to what actually happened. They should agree. That's what? What That's, are we agreeing on? Yes, they should agree, first of all, that there was a life bullet shot. There was a massacre. Wholesale killing. They should agree with that. Because uh, the people who were shot were part of, of us here in Nigeria. And they were... They, they were uh, you know, sorry to butt in, but I think it's important to set the record straight. The arguments had never been there were no people... There was, there was, so people said there, were no, there was nobody that died. Uh, no. But I do not think that the government has at any point in time come out to say that nobody died. Yes, the government's insistence was that it wasn't, they were not shot by soldiers, that perhaps they were shot by hoodlums. No. And then there was also the conversation, because I remember very well that when um, in front of the panel, 
The forensic experts representing the government said it can ascertain that people died from um, bullets, you know, from bullets from shooting. But the government's uh, soldiers only use what they used to call it again? Uh, blank, uh, blank, uh, blank bullets. Bullet. No, that, that, that's, that well, well, that's Zeno. Uh, I, I need to quote this man now. I may not be able to quote him exactly. Yeah, Robert Tim. Um, Lai Mohammed said that CNN and other uh, uh, news agencies who reported that there was a killing by the Nigerian soldier should apologize to Nigeria. Hmm. That there was no such thing as killing hmm. on that ground. Mm. Lai Mohammed said it last month. He said okay. there was no killing. There was no there was no death at all whatsoever. So to come out to say there was no death is something that is, is shocking. I mean it's shocking. It's, it's amazing that the government refused to accept their responsibility. They should accept that yes, there was killing. We didn't quite send them to kill to shoot at the, the protestants. That is understandable. Okay. Then you bring them to book. The people let, who are me, let me just take you, help you take a brief of what Lai Mohammed said. Okay. Uh, Lai Mohammed has insisted that the claimed massacre of Nigerians during the nationwide mass protest against police brutality was phantom. Speaking during a news conference in Abuja, Mr. Lai said that most of the claims of killings were false and misleading. As most of this those who made the claims of losing people who were here to show up and give evidence a year after such allegations. Okay. He said most. Yes. No, actually, it was actually... Okay. Did, you, did you read the... Okay, I think... He asked, I, I think... Um, he asked the government, I mean, the news agency to, to apologize to Nigeria. Yeah, it, 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 there's one fact that cannot be uh, taken away, is that... Yeah. Um, um, the panel who is actually giving um, this uh, current submission that we're mm -hmm, having mm -hmm, about mm -hmm. now, they didn't just come out with most of this submission out of the blue. Mm. They came out with uh, most of all these things as a result of um, uh, uh, testimonies from those who were um, who were involved um, in the in in the situation here. Now, whether they were hoodlums and what have you, then it's still it's still putting uh, it's still putting the Nigerian uh, security system and um, the military putting them on set, saying mm. that um, some people were actually putting on the military uniform, and then um, you want to claim the, the that's actually from bandits. So are we trying to say that um, anybody can have access to the average um, uh, uh, military uh, uniform? Actually, they, they, I believe they are just denying the fact. Yeah. Mm. I don't want to come up and say and apologize. They should apologize. They know the implication. Now, for you so, to come so, out so to what, apologize... You know, let's establish this. What Nigerians are expecting from the federal government at this point is an apology on... Um, as regards the incidents, yes, that's yeah. that's that's the beginning. That's the beginning. Yes. Okay. Then the next thing is that those who are perpetrators of that kind of thing should be brought to book. They should be brought to book. That is it. Okay. Well, Justice uh, must according be to the story here, well, um, a four-man panel has been set up to put together the white paper of that report, and perhaps they'll do that's it. Lagos the, state. Yes, for Lagos state. Lagos state. So other states, you seem very passionate about this. Other yes. states need to be okay. Go yes. ahead. Yes, that's Lagos state. Mm. I believe. The federal government need to come on board on this mm. issue. They mm. need to give formal mm. uh, declaration about this issue. Mm. What are the findings of the federal government concerning mm. this? Yeah, what well, is their position? The issue of um, uh, Lagos State coming up with um, that uh, very 
uh, substantial reports, I mean the uh, NSAS uh, panel mm-hmm. now, is because uh, most of uh, the most of the events that happened during the time of that protest um, emanated from Lagos State. Most of all these things started from Lagos State. Okay. And uh, most of the scenes that even were recorded were from Lagos State. Mm. So even though there have been some some trends, like similar trends in other states, but of course, everything that happened that and then became a point of reference, most of the times, were of course from Lagos State. So let's mm. center at it. The Lagos State, like you said, the Lagos State government have done their, their own part of it. Let's see uh, what's happened to the federal government as yes, well. Yes, that's, that's, that's my concern. There should be, there should I, I want be. to see the federal government coming out to give a former... Uh, uh, talk on this issue. Say, okay, it's true. This didn't happen, and uh, we are sorry. An admittance of guilt from yes. the federal government yes. of Nigeria yes. is what yes. Chiu Wakonde is asking yes. for this yes. morning. Well, as we await the reports of the White Paper um, reports, we would like to see if the federal government would make any admittance of guilt. I'm sure there will be reactions to this um, report of the committee letter today from various um, stakeholders and quarters and would see if the federal government would have something to say. In the meantime, somebody is saying something on Facebook. Ray Thompson Ray Thompson, right? He says, is this lady telling us that those youths we are dealing with weapons? That's not what I said. If so, how many of those arrested were with guns? Please, stop referring to Lai Mohammed's speech as a credible source of information. I don't know if you realize that Lai Mohammed is the Minister of Information. I mean, if we cannot rely on the Minister of Information as a credible source of information, then who do we rely on? Uh, that's a food for thought. Keep the comments coming. And before I open the phone lines, I will definitely take your comments on Facebook. You can also share the posts so that it can reach more people. Now, Asu is threatening. They want to go on strike again. Let's just do this briefly because we need to go to that eternal story. It's something that's pretty close to my heart. Okay. And as we saying that, they have given the federal government another 21 days to implement its agreement with them, which includes the release of um, the 22.127 billion, 127 billion naira earned allowance, and then also the proliferation of varsities by the federal government. Uh, I'm not even concerned about the details of why they are going on strike. I'm concerned about the strike itself. There is every likelihood, given the, I, I, I don't know, but given the MO of the government uh, so MOU, far, okay. yes, not the MOU, okay. the, the mode of operation okay. so far, you realize that um, more often than not, the federal government doesn't say anything until the strike actually happens. Like we all know uh, how things have been run in this country. Um, like Boko Haram, like... Um, Major issues because that's even I, going so far. I'm referring to Doctor Strike that yeah, happened a while back. Yeah, I'm just I'm um, saying an harris of issues that have actually occurred in Nigeria mm. started somehow, and um, for every event that has actually that actually have a beginning, mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. the federal government. Of course, we know most of events that actually happen. There is all, maybe the Ministry of Information and the likes. I think there are people who are actually employed to 
to keep check on everything that happens about the country, not even only on Nigeria and other and otherwise. So now that is to tell you, I'm only trying to make make it make a point that um, the federal government are of course always very informed about everything that is happening in this country, except they want to lie to us because there are people who have been paid to get information about what is happening, and of course they will revert to the uh, to those in power. Now, the issue is that. Um, the federal government of Nigeria and, of course, some other um, uh, governmental levels are always like a dasical to most of the cryouts, which um, they always feel like, oh, when we get there, we'll cross it. And like the uh, Yoruba, uh, there's a Yoruba uh, proverb, I'll try as much as possible to put it in English, like, when two warriors fight, mm, it's, it's the, the grass, it's the grass that suffers it. I just look at most of all the students that we have that out there. That will suffer say, this, right? Yeah. Before, before we move away from that, um, what uh, I keep saying, is there another way for this lecturers, the civil servants, um, this, the private sector, all those who may be concerned, to make their grievances known without necessarily really going on strike? I mean, it's been recurrent that ASU would go on strike. It's now expected that ASU goes on strike just about every year. They've not gone on strike in a year. I'm sure students will be worried about that. So, is there another way for them? Because it doesn't seem to be working. Well, this is Nigeria. The Nigerian situations are peculiar to us. The, the issue is this. There is no... Nigerian governments don't listen to dialogue. They don't respect or honor dialogue or promises or MOU. They've, been, they've taken them to court. And um, as you can see from other things that we have right now, mm. that they have to be independent judiciary. And that, again, is another problem and a topic for uh, discussion another time. You see, Nigerian government will not listen to you except you come by force. Hmm. That's, that's the way it is. Force every time. Because I don't know what it would take them. The last time they had this strike, you called them to roundtable. You made an agreement with them. And you asked them to, to call off the strike, which they did. They honored their part of the agreement. But why is it taking Nigerian government a long time to honor their part of the agreement? But what's the, what's the um, guarantee that this would work this time? I mean, if they did it the last time, if they've done it before, they went on strike, they had the agreement, the federal government, no, no, they went on another strike, the federal government called for dialogue, the federal government did no, no, they are going on another let, strike. Let, let, what's let the guarantee tell, that this would the, work? The, the guarantee, the, the, the trend have shown that it will eventually work. You remember when the NSI started? The Nigeria government were indifferent about it mm. until the thing went the first week, the second week, and it went killings and all kind of things came out. Then the president came out to address the nation. That's the trend. You remember the doctor strike too? The same thing. This one will work too. It's Nigerian thing. I think I've said I've said it on this show before. That um, just like you said, it's a trend already, and um, I've said it, and it actually happened back then. I think it was the issue of um, independent judiciary uh, Jusun strike. Mm -hmm. Yes, that was when I said mm -hmm. it then, and it is still the same method that would be employed. You try and call the uh, the agitators to roundtable, try and tell them to call off the strike. Yes, you would meet the demands. 
and then um, you deceive them and then um, within the short period of time you try as much as possible if, if they have hundred if they have hundred um agitations you try and attend to like ten percent and say as you can see we've started something and then um, after the strike has been called uh, called off then it's business as usual they are playing politics which, with which is where i'm coming to if we are if it's always going to end up back as business as usual after meetings just some surface demand without addressing the structural issues that lead to the strike we might still have another strike next year and if that is the case why isn't there another approach to resolve those issues and if there's no there other is, approach there, what there other approach been, could we think of yeah the best approach um, that you can actually think of when you have um, anybody f feeling agitated as against against the government, the first thing is to try. Of course, there's going to be a contact person, which is um, the minister of labour, mm. and um, yeah, writing to that to writing to that office, um, and after that visitation. Of course, these people are so much experienced because we have people who are who have been in the system for over more than, for over ten years, and they've been dealing with the federal government. They know they know how it is even though the 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 ministers they've been dealing with will be quite different i, I mean by regime or by administration those who have actually been working under those ministries of course have not been changed so they of course know what the trend looks like these people of course know that if they don't go all out to to try as much as possible to threaten with a strike think, uh, yes they won't take it yeah. serious and uh, this brings brings me to the statement of the president i think about last week or there about that says nigerians nigerians are actually doing so well abroad because of the standard of education okay. we have in this country okay. if the standard of education education is so much good as said by the president then why is the government not spending so much to make these people feel like yes we are working <laughs> is the truth? Yeah, is the truth. I think Nigeria, Nigerians rather, should now join forces together with the ASU and the, at this junction. I know why I'm saying this because I think Nigerian government are playing is playing politics with the future of this country. I wouldn't even okay, say. Just, I wouldn't just, in even case, say. just in case you're wondering why Shewakonde is very passionate about this this morning. He's a teacher. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I can understand I wouldn't where even the say, I wouldn't from. even say the old Nigerians. There is a power vested in the hands of Nigerian students. Hmm. And most of the times I these days I now look back and I shake my head and look at how Nigerian students settle, especially Nans. I'm actually calling out Nans. The how, Nigerian association how they settle with the federal government comfortably and forget about uh, uh what they are actually they are actually supposed to be doing it, it you know this to, to conversation is moving away from just ASU and the federal government to everything wrong with the educational system yes, in nigeria yes, yes i believe see i, I read a news where the nurse uh, uh, of a particular i mean uh, yes sug of a particular um, institution is stand, standing against the asu of that branch of that school not to go on strike they're fighting well, what to if he was concerned about students yes, who will be forced yeah, to stay at home yeah this is the issue that i'm i'm talking about i'm addressing right now i want the nuns to be on the side of the hassle this time around and deal with the issue because for as long as the hassles are not happy about it it will bounce back on, on the, the students. students 
the students will not have a nice time in, on campus. Well, they they never had a nice time on campus. Yeah. I mean, I, I know someone who has been, he should, he should have finished the course. It was a four-year course. This should be, this is 2021, this is the seventh year. Yeah, there are a host of, of institutions like that. Yeah. Well, I don't want to mention, mention yes, now. Of course, but, you can uh, mention. There are federal institutions. Yeah. I mean, there are so even some, some states... Mm. Where when you when you, at the mention of their name, the first question they ask you is, "Do you want to get married before you finish school?" <laughs> so, so is that is that good enough? Of course, it's not, and that is the more reason why uh, governments actually needs to interesting needs to, thing needs about to this. up. Okay, yeah, a couple this. of comments here. Good morning to you in the studio from Ambassador Yusuf Buiga Abdulafiz. The lucky incident is unfortunate. I think someone should resign to honor himself on the reports that were circulated. ASO strike is normal, but we cannot but appreciate the contributions of ASO members in bringing incompetent people in government. River Professor, I need more lights, is an example in 2015. Then a new comment here, Lai Mohammed being a minister of information, that does not give him the monopoly of truth or credible information. Um, the journalists are more dependable than Mohammed, who is on the payroll of his masters and Asherok. Since he is not working for the masses, any information about what is happening within us can never be credible. EU pays the piper. Dictates the tone. So they say Ray Topsin also has that to say. Okay, it's time for you to share your thoughts on some of these issues um, that we have discussed and others, and the other one will be taken up very shortly. 0704 uh, If you're calling from the diaspora, plus 2349062 Or if you want to send a message on WhatsApp, also 0906. 2010887 090620187 and yes, just drop your comment just in case you're trying to call and that's impossible or you could also just as well send a text message and if you're live on Facebook, you'll definitely see the number that you can call written boldly on the live streaming that's currently ongoing. Now to the issue of Itsunu Babalola who was um, reported dead late Sunday evening and which has caused outrage um, across board. We have the Nigerian government uh, demanding full investigation into the death of Itsunu in Côte d'Ivoire. And it makes one wonder if the federal government is just demanding for investigation. Is that to say that they were not following up on the case earlier? Is that to say that um, I, I mean, this is not a new case. It wasn't as though the details of it to know since you just came to light right yeah. it was the fact that um she was supposedly wrongly accused and arrested then imprisoned wrongly sentenced that's the word to use then the federal i, I want to believe you've been following this story before now and then the federal government came out to say that's NITCOM, the national diaspora national nigerians and diaspora commission NITCOM, headed by honorable abike came out to say that um it would step in handle the case and secure a release yeah uh, I think 
Okay, yeah. I think we've um uh Honorable Abikedabri has been wonderful when it comes to Oh really? Yeah, she has been trying her best when it comes to um fighting for the interest of Nigerians in diaspora. I okay. remember I think twenty nineteen or twenty twenty, if I'm not mistaken, there was a Nigerian who was um who was to be I think executed in Saudi Arabia mm. related to a drug trafficking case. Um I think she was wrongly accused as well. But um the uh the uh Abikedabri stepped in and I think uh where the truth uh was was able to be unraveled and um, she was actually set free. And a host of others like that. I think there was also uh, during the xenophobic um attack in South Africa, she was also very active and um, a host of others too. But the question now is this when we have so many like we like we've been discussing since the approach of nigerians towards issues nigerians or the nigerian government nigerian, gov- nigerian government towards issues it is not they look at issues and like oh don't worry when we get there we treat it hmm. because they are not all that concerned i won't lie to you that's the reason why we have bad roads and so many things that we have in this country they look at it and they, when it's now getting out of hand lives must have been lost and the likes then they come on board to say we are doing one investigation or the other i think it's quite unfair because for now i don't know what the investigation uh, what it's going to yield because the lady in question is actually dead and the way nigerian government actually treats us has a very big impact outside the country oh, oh, okay allow me to you know button there because the federal government is saying that that's NITCOM yes as a mouthpiece of the federal government this time around okay. is saying that we did all we can that um we paid for a lawyer we paid parts payments of legal fees to the lawyer to appeal the judgments we sought diplomatic intervention from the Nigerian ministry of foreign affairs while the appeal case, appeal case was on, it you know, was set to have complications from diabetes and was rushed to the hospitals. The fee for the treatment was paid by the Nigerian Commission through the lawyer whose services were engaged by the mission. Um, and these are, you know, things that the NITCOM is saying it has done. Uh, did they not put in their the, best? The, the issue is very simple. When did you intervene? At what point did you intervene? These are the things. See, if there's been a swift response, from Nigerian government to such issues like this, we could salvage the situation. But as it is right now, it's over. I think Nigerian leaders should have the... I, 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 as he was talking, I was thinking about what is wrong with us. We don't seem to love ourselves as, as a nation. Nigerians. I don't okay, know. just round off the because thoughts there. Sorry, just as you round off the thoughts. Okay. Let's see if you can take one call. Sorry if I have not been able to pick your calls out. If you're trying to call and the calls are not going through. But keep trying 0704-101-887. I do have to run out of the studio now, but I really want to see if I can pick one call before I go. Now, back to what I was saying. I think Nigeria, we don't, Nigerians don't really love them themselves. As in the leaders, they should show more love concerned for things of, of that has to do with Nigerians, Nigerian people. Because things like this, if it happened to um, American, American government will have run into it. Taking and it more seriously, right? Taking it more okay, seriously. let's end it there. Now, we've spoken about quite a lot of things that could be depressing this morning. And as we round off the program, I'd like to know, you know, what's 
keeps your hope, what keeps you inspired to remain in Nigeria? In one sentence, we really have to run. Yeah, there have been other countries that have actually done well, and um, they can, of course, if they can do it, yes, we can do Nigeria it. Can I remember. Do you don't need Trump. to remember. Don't worry, Mr. Shewakonde. Well, I believe in this nation. If, um, you believe in the nation. That's okay. very good. Well, it's been a delightful morning having this conversation with you. I'm doing the paper review with this gentleman. Thank you, Mr. Initon Shito. Thank you so much, Mr. Shewakonde. Yeah, the name is Zainab Sani, and the dailies returns tomorrow. Always keep listening. So, always listen to Agidigo 88.7 FM. And do have a very good day. Admission, admission, admission. Did you participate in the last UT Hemi and score 120 and above with five relevant O level credits? Or do you have diploma certificate, NCE, JUPEB, IJMB, or professional certificates? Koladaisi University Ibadan is your best choice for a degree program in law, applied sciences, arts, management, and social sciences at affordable tuition fees, payable in instrumental. Call or WhatsApp 080-8430-1409 or 070-37-953524 or visit our website www.coladiceuniversity.edu.ng Announcer, Deputy Registrar.